Welcome to the Every Day is Saturday podcast. The number one motivation show on the planet. No more Mondays for you. It's time to make every day Saturday. This is the podcast where we help you to accept who you are, not where you are. On the roller coaster of life, you know we only sit in the front seat champion. So make sure you are fastened in. Let's go. Tired of feeling run down all the time during the week? We can help you make every day feel like it's a Saturday. Let's go pack your bags. It's time to leave Averageville. Introducing the man who thinks abnormal stands for above normal. When you're on fire, people will travel from miles around to watch you burn, baby. We are fired up. The host of the Every Day is Saturday show, Sam Crowley. Holla at your boy on a birthday podcast. That's right. It finally arrived. Well, I guess it's better that it does arrive, right? Versus not happening. The old birthdays today. It's the morning of. Uh, I turned 52. It's June 29th, 2020. Wow, what a year 2020's been, right? I mean, this thing's going down on the books as something, uh, something different. That's for sure. Been a great year, though, uh, for our family. And I'm going to reflect just for about eight to 10 minutes, not on me and my family, but I'm going to reflect back six years ago because I always think of the summer of 2014 whenever I think, well, that ain't going to happen or how am I ever going to get through this? I think about June 28th, six years ago, last night. It was on the eve of my 46th birthday and my wife and I were in Springville, New York. We had a summer home there at the time. We went out to dinner and she goes, yeah, I'm, I'm not feeling well at all. Just I'm, I'm, I am off. And uh, she was 18 weeks pregnant right around there. And, uh, you know, we'd already been down this road before back in 2000 with our son, Matthew, who we delivered at 20 weeks. And, you know, the story, if you listen to the podcast, it, it just he couldn't make it. Uh, born born at 20 weeks, baptized him, gave him back. And his little heart stopped beating. And it was the saddest damn day in my life. But, you know, we rebounded with four healthy kids and. You know, sometimes you don't get all the answers in this natural life. You got to wait till the next one. So when we were together on my birthday back on June 28th having dinner, uh, it just, we kind of knew, we both knew things weren't right. She was having some complications. And that set off a series of events for the next six weeks. We were in and out of delivery rooms thinking we were delivering a baby just about twice a week, every week for six weeks. And, you know, for my wife, the physical torture, the bed rest and all the complications and all the crap that she had to deal with was nothing compared to the mental torture. I think she would share that with you as well. Because there were many times that summer, my wife especially was like, God, just please, if you're going to take the baby, take the baby. Don't put me through this, you know. Is it coming today? Is it not coming today? You know, from 18 weeks to when she delivered at 24 weeks. Um, And then, you know, you would think, well, wow, she delivered a baby at 24 weeks, given very little chance to live, you know, a profound neurological disorder and all of that that came with it. And then that set off the hardest three years because we didn't sleep. You know, our daughter was in Children's Hospital and she came home. She's on a trach, a ventilator, all the sounds and beeps and equipment and, you know, having to change out G-tubes and trachs and all that stuff. I think the the most stressful thing I've ever done, and I'm trying to think on the fly, but I don't think there's a more stressful thing than removing the trach every two weeks from our daughter and replacing it with a new one. Because for that period of time, she's without airflow, you know, and you can't keep a human being without airflow for very long. And that point where you remove the trach and she start gas, she starts gasping for air until you put that new one in, because you got to replace it every two weeks to keep it clean. Holy cow, just talking about that gives me just anxiety. So I think about all of that, and that was six years ago. And it felt like every day was a year back, like we were living a year of our lives, aging 
like a president. I mean, it just no sleep, no going out, no dating, no, and still raising three other kids. And I think that June, that summer of 2014, I I always hold on to, and I'm so happy it happened in our lives. Obviously, Susan will be six years old if you can believe that this August. And I'm so happy that that summer happened in our lives because it was the most, it was the hardest challenge I've ever been thrown as a husband and as a father. And uh, I can't speak for my wife. I mean, I'm sure it's the hardest by far. She says it's the hardest challenge for her, but I didn't deliver a baby either. Um, I'm just saying from my perspective, it was the hardest period of my life to try to get through not just that summer, but the following year and two and three years after that. So I just want to say on my birthday here, the message for you is keep praying for that miracle. Just keep praying for it. It will happen because the short term really sucks. It's confusing. There's a lot of anxiety. And I'm talking about for those of you that are going through challenges. And, and just admit that you're going through a challenge. It's okay. It doesn't mean you're weak. It doesn't mean, you know, you don't have all the answers. You can't coach somebody. I get more clients because of my authenticity. You know, I have more people hire me because, like, dude, I totally relate to you. Men and women, more more women than men, actually, which is ironic. I My, my listenership of this podcast and subsequent product sales and clients is probably 55-45 female, which may shock some people. It might surprise you. Maybe it does. Maybe if you're female, you're like, no, I resonate with you. You know, you sound normal, not like some pompous, arrogant ass out there that's on the Internet. But, you know, I, I thought that was kind of a little bit shocking. I thought maybe more guys would resonate with the message and more women. But I think women resonate with the Everyday Saturday message because there's – are so many. First of all, I'm the father of four girls. You know, I'm the I'm, I have I, my, even our border colleagues are female. So I am surrounded by females everywhere in my life. So I, I'd like to thank God did that for me uh, to help me better relate to females. And I think there are so many talented women out there. Like I'm surrounded by women in my business as well. You know, because if I ever have a CEO, which I think I'm going to go down that road once we start building and growing and growing, it's going to be a female. I, I just it needs to be a female to offset all of my crazy you know, masculinity and all these, you know, and women, I think just the women I've been around are more structured and more organized and they're more empathetic. So that's just the women that I've been around. They're more structured, they're organized, they're empathetic, they're smarter than me. So why wouldn't I surround myself with females? But getting back, I went off the rails there for about a minute, but getting back to if you are going through a crisis, it's okay to admit it. It's not okay to stay there. It's not okay to play victim. It's not okay to boo-hoo. It's not okay to air your dirty laundry without any kind of a solution. It's okay to put out on your social media, hey, can you pray for our family? But if you're one of those people that do it every single day and you never come with any positivity or any solution behind it or any any you know follow-up, hey, prayers work, praise God, this worked out. I mean, yeah, I posted just about every day of that summer of 2014, the challenges that were going on, but I always tried to wrap a positive bow around it, not a fake one. Not, you know, I, I put it out there. Look, if you follow me on social media six years, you know I put it all out there. I wrote my book, One More Breath, was basically all of those social media posts with chapters, with commentary from me, you know. So I put it all out there, but I always tried to bring with it a solution or a piece of positivity that wasn't fake. Like, the worst, like, one of the, a bad way to post out there would be, well, I know it's going to all work out for the good, you know. No, you don't. You don't know it's all good. I mean, it's all going to work out because it has to work. I mean, it's going to work out. You will get out of that situation. But come at it with, like, something tangible that people can sink their teeth into, you know? Like, say, hey, guys, terrible day today. Like, what I was posting back in the day, you know, hey, guys, had a rough one today. Didn't sleep. We were into labor and delivery till 11 o'clock last night. But here's what I found. 
amazing people. And I think of the OBGYN nurse in Buffalo, of all places. We're in Buffalo. That's not even where I died. She goes, you got to get back to Ohio for your regular doctor. you got to leave tomorrow. So guess what we did? We packed up a whole summer's worth of stuff in one night and left the next day because the OBGYN in Buffalo, after that dinner, June 28th, the next day we were there in Buffalo at a, at a you know, emergency room. And, uh, and she, she was just amazing. And she was so caring. And so when I posted that night, after I got back or the next morning, I just talked about that OBGYN doctor who was so caring, so knowledgeable, so thoughtful. And I was amazed she only made $1,100 uh, delivering a child. <laughs> that's, that's, what I, that's what I was more fascinated by because I don't know how I got on the topic. I'm always fascinated. You know, Not necessarily I'm asking people how much money did you make, but why did you get started? Why are you so passionate about it? You know, Would you recommend this to my daughter? Things like that. And it came out. She goes, no. I mean, I love it. Like, this is my passion. I'm here to be an OBGYN doctor. But it may surprise you that when I see my first patient and their first visit, until they deliver a child, I make $1,100. I'm like, oh, my God. I made that on a webinar last night with one sale. That's crazy. And I don't have any, you know, formal education. That's just nuts. So that just jumped out at me when she said that. And that was one post. So when I was posting about how challenging it was, I was also posting about these amazing people. And they really were all the way through our journey, the healthcare workers. And there were some that were really bad, but there's some that are really bad anywhere in everything, you know, obviously, you know, you're not going to get 100% of people always uh, loving what they do and delivering great service. That's never going to happen. But the ones that were truly amazing, I always made sure that I highlighted them. So do that. Find the good. Pray for your miracle. Understand that God's working behind the scenes for the long-term solution. The short-term pain is not going to go away this minute, but it is going to go away. It will. It absolutely will. It always does. And you're going to be met with another challenge. But the challenges you had before are going to help you get through those. And that's the way life works. So on my birthday today, I'm kind of reflective and I'm challenging you and I'm encouraging you to stay in prayer, to stay faithful, to not give up. To understand that nobody has this game of life figured out. Some may look like it, but remember, on the internet, it just makes them better photographers. doesn't mean they got a better life than you. They just take better photos and put it out there with a better filter, okay? Ask for you to grow larger than these challenges you have because you will then be able to mentor someone else, okay? You will be able to help other people go through the process, whatever that looks like, you know? And get out there and let your message shine. That's the last thing I want to say today. Get out there and let your message shine, whatever that looks like to you. I would love to help you find that message. I'd love to work with you. It's always part of this podcast is getting on my calendar so you and I can work together. If the time is right now, pull the trigger, make it happen. Go to launchwithsam.com, book a time on my calendar. I'll call you and we'll get that message tight, clear, and launched and monetizable. All right, you'll be making money with it. But just remember, okay, the hard part, the process always gets better because you get better. If you want the process to get better, you have to get better. That's fair, right? I mean, you don't want anything coming to you just easy because then it never feels like you earned it. Nobody wants to go out there getting stuff just handed to them. You want to feel like you earned it. And that's the best way to do it. Let Embrace the process. Go through the process, but always strive to grow larger than the challenges that you're going through and learn and then share that knowledge with somebody else and get paid to do it. And it's the easiest way. It's the easiest way to do it. All right, so I hope that inspires you. I hope that encourages you. I hope you have an amazing day. I'm going to go spend time with the family and have a great day today. And we'll be back tomorrow. All right, have the best day ever. Thank you for listening to the Every Day is Saturday podcast. Still fired up and want more of Sam Crowley? Be sure to visit everydayissaturday.com. And don't forget to follow Sam on Twitter at Sam Crowley.
Let Sam know you're listening. Use hashtag everydayisSaturday.